Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of this podcast. Today I'm starting with a story I discovered about I think a couple of weeks ago when I was um, just scrolling through Twitter trying to update myself on current issues. I often do that. And I discovered the story of Pafana, a high school student that committed suicide because he was falsely accused of rape. He was accused by a fellow student in the class that of rape. And the student only came in that came forward after this guy committed suicide to say it was all a joke. I mean this issue was the whole school um was involved. I mean the council, you know, the the normal disciplinary board of the school was involved and this lady did not come this girl see girl did not come forward to say at that time that it was all a practical joke and this guy having been crushed by the weight of the stigmatization the the condemnation of everyone it could not bear another day he wrote a letter committing the girl to god's hand saying they praise that God punishes her. And he said, um, hopefully, he won't have to spend another day of everyone thinking he's a rapist. It's a really sad story. And the question that I keep asking myself, that I keep asking everyone is, what are we teaching people? What Which values are we passing down to coming generation? What are we telling them to value? Are we telling them to value truth? Are we telling them to value life? Or are we glorifying all these other things that are destructive to our society? It is just so sad when you see any youngster or any anyone really take their own life. It is sad because how could it have gotten to that point without anyone noticing? Now people will say, well, you don't live in people's head. Well, that's true in most cases. But in cases like Bafana, I believe the adults are culpable. I believe the adults are culpable. The school, the governing body of the school is complacent. Bafana's parents are complacent or Bafana's guardian because I don't know that much. They are complacent. What are we doing? <laughs> That's the question. What are we doing as a society that we leave these things? We neglect important things like the welfare of our children, the mental health of our, of our children. We neglect it to the to the point where this guy took his own life 
he should be in counseling from day one of this allegation, even if he's guilty. He should be in counseling for adults to try to figure out what could have driven him to the point where he could actually commit the act. And what's up? How could it be feeling if he's actually innocent as he has been maintaining? And, and, and just for everyone also, doesn't the truth matter? Getting to the actual truth of a situation, doesn't it matter? Well, if you ever question what objective truth, what it means, if it matters, I bet you Bafana would want someone to come up and say, I'm going to be impartial about this, not just going to believe everyone, rather, I will examine the fact of the case and come to my own conclusion. Even in our postmodern society, the truth still matters. Even if we claim that it does not exist, that everything is basically subjective, we are built in a way that makes truth important. Truth that is not just observing things from the perspective of one person, but rather things that is just true, that are supported by facts, that are supported by objective things that is not impartial or that is not partisan in any way. The truth does exist and only an innocent person that has been that has been wrongly accused of something will crave for it the most now granted we live in a society where everyone claims to have their own truth to have their own version of the truth and no one is really telling anyone that lives a certain way that contradicts the norm that well that is just your own opinion of reality that is your own understanding of reality and regarding this subject matter or whatever you know that they claim is their truth that is your own version that's your own opinion it is not the truth or not necessarily the truth but the truth does exist in every situation now in, in some cases we may not get to it but it doesn't mean it doesn't exist there are some truth in the universe that you cannot change and every event every action always has the facts of the action it's just sometimes we are too partisan that we don't want to get to the matter rather we all rely on our biases on our presuppositions on anything and we make judgment calls now speaking of presupposition all this still boils down to worldview how do we view life how do we interpret lives what are the assumptions that we've made about life and the presupposition i post on the values that we espouse the values that we are trying to pass down where do they come from 
is a based on truth it is a based on reality we have a lot of competing views today and the problem or the danger of this is there are consequences for espousing or embracing a worldview that is not based on truth most importantly that is not based on the truth of God we will not shy away from it a worldview that is not based on the truth of God or the truth that God has revealed about reality about himself about his edicts has dire consequences It does have dire consequences. And those are the consequences that we are reaping in our society today because we have basically eliminated the values of God, the truth of God from our society. Now all we are left with are values that are baseless, values that are not rooted in any reality, values that are not rooted in the truth of God. And we are reaping the, sacri- the consequences of them. The suicide of Bafana is a consequence of the worldview that is espoused by our society that hasn't taught people to value life. Value your own life. Value other people's life because they are made in the image of God. You are created in the image of God. God created you for a purpose and he gave you life. And he has not given you the right to take that life. You have the will to, but you don't have the right to. In taking your own life, you are sinning against God himself. And you are under God's wrath. But that is not even how we should approach it. Not from the fearful standpoint or the consequence of you taking your own life you have to realize that there is a purpose to this life that you have been given God created you for a purpose and you need to fulfill that purpose he gave you that life and you being alive gives him glory the Bible says that all things were created for his pleasure. Your life that God gave you, he gave you out of his own pleasure. And every day that you wake up and you give him glory, you are fulfilling the destiny, you are fulfilling the purpose of your creation. You give God glory by staying alive. I know times can be tough. I know uh, situations that, that messes that up, uh, situations that seems insurmountable. God hasn't changed. Every time we are in situations like that where life seems to be overwhelming, that is the time we need to remember our creator that is the time we need to remember him that is the time we need to go back to him that is the time we need to return 
to our roots. We need to return to this person, to this being that has given us all that we have. Instead of taking it away and sinning against him, we ought to go to him and find out from him what is next. See your life from the perspective of God. Now, if you take out that perspective, if you take out that worldview from people, if we take out that value of life from people, of course, life is meaningless. Without God, why do you do anything? Without an ultimate reason, maybe I should put it that way, why do you do whatever you do? Why do you work? For what purpose is work? Why do you get married? For what purpose is marriage? Why do you have progeny? For what purpose is, is it? Why do you wake up every day to face anything in life? What is the ultimate? What are you driving towards? If you read it, that, that Ecclesiastes, where it talks about everything under the sun, under the sun is vanity, vanity upon vanity. Is basically referring to life outside of God. Life without God as the ultimate source or ultimate giver of purpose or the ultimate giver of meaning. Life does not make sense if there is no ultimate purpose which only God can give. And what we see today is people no longer value that life because the ultimate reason, the ultimate purpose is no longer there. We no longer see life from that perspective. We no longer see our brethren as an image of God. I mean, just to think of a girl coming out to say she was raped, a vile accusation. It would have been a joke if it was just both of them. The moment it started involving external party, it stopped being a joke. That is not something we joke, we joke about. That is you accusing someone of violating you, of violating God. Because that's the thing. No one really knows why something is so wrong anymore. We just reason out this to say, no, it is a crime against humanity. Why is it wrong? Why is it wrong? No, no, no. It, you violated the girl. Still, why is it wrong? That you violated a girl. I can see it from the point of view where without the proper value structure, someone saying it is actually not wrong. We have the scenario today, also the situation around today of minor attracted persons, which is just a glorified word for pedophilia. Folks are questioning, where folks are questioning why it is so wrong for people to be drawn to younger people. Now, without ultimate reason, ultimate value, without God, I'd like to see why it is so wrong. But when God, if God comes into it, then we see that it's wrong. Without God, our moral good and moral bad doesn't make sense because where does the standard come from? Who gave that standard? The ultimate good and bad 
Where did that standard come from? It makes no sense. Because all we'll have if there's no standard that transcends us or that transcends the human construct of the human frame framework, if there's no standards beyond that that is given by something or some someone that is bigger, that is greater than humans, then all we'll have is just subjection. It's just a subjective morality where I pick and choose arbitrarily what is good and what is bad or the society will collectively and that's what we're seeing our society will collectively choose what is good and what is bad and for those that are that are supporting that are supporting this worldview and people come up with some ludicrous values that they want to normalize and you say no 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 that is going way too far says who says who didn't we agree that our good and bad comes from what is societally acceptable so if I come up to say I want to sexualize your kid and the whole society supports it then it has to be good why do you think it's wrong See, those things are vile because deep down inside of us, there's a standard that even though we can't explain where it comes from, we just intuitively know it's wrong. Someone that would say good and bad really is a societal construct. Well, who defines that? If it's a societal construct, who decides that why do you feel wronged? Why do you feel wronged if someone steals your thing? Why do you feel wronged when you are the on the, you are the one on the receiving end of a really really vile behavior? You shouldn't, because it's a societal construct. In most cases, these values cannot be explained. The good and bad that we see in the society cannot be explained outside. Or without God it does not make sense it doesn't make sense if there is a moral law out there that just exists in nature remember I said earlier that there's some truth of nature that that we just have we legislate morality but we don't give morality we set up governments to legislate morality not to give morality now we can keep expanding on putting more structure to those things as we understand as we seek to understand more this moral law that just exists in the universe we can legislate it we can enforce it so that if someone contravenes there are consequences to contravening it now that is okay But our value still ultimately has to point back to God for it to make sense. And with the point back to God, then we need to let we need to we need to acknowledge that and make people aware of this. Otherwise, if we don't and we start, we have to do better. 
we have seen people try to explain or work, get around things that God created and we have seen the consequences of that. With evolution and natural selection, the Darwin or Darwinism as we call it, brought into the world or to the human consciousness. Taking that to its logical conclusion, you can see people justifying the genocide of a group of people or the discrimination of groups of people. We came up with the idea of race that further divides man just because we abandoned the original designs of God. Now we're still paying the price of that worldview. And as, as it is with that worldview, there are other different applications in life of alternate things that we have embraced and we are passing down and we are suffering from the consequences. We need to do better. We need to return to our root. We need to start teaching what are these values, what are these this ways, this values that has been highlighted by the originator of all things for us to embrace things that he wants us to follow, that he wants us to value, to cherish, to pass down and not just come up with a societal tradition or culture that can impact us negatively. Now accepted, there are instances in fact, in many occasions, that society can consider a thing good or bad, and it is truly bad. But usually, this is based on an inner compass that everyone shared is shared value. We see the 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 the, the gender ideology phenomenon in the world today and the consequences it is producing it is devastating and it's the younger ones that suffers the most because they don't know and they are the the focal target we have to do better otherwise we will lose the younger generation as a consequence of our stupidity Let's stop winning stupid prizes because we are playing stupid games. Till next time, stay blessed.